live from an apartment and also Megan Shepherd's house. It's just meaningful plastic. Here are the hosts and judges, and Katie Clayum Narber and Chris Dockham Goodman. Woo! Yes, that's right. It's just meaningful plastic at Dancing with the Stars retrospective. I am here in America's favorite home, the home of head judge Megan Shepherd Huff, and just upstairs is our baby girl. Oh, I had to put her down so I could come record. And let me just tell you, it was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. You life. put Megan's baby down. I had to like hand her off to Megan. I okay. Apparently. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> also. She's not the head judge, which we don't even have to hear about, and we know that because an ad that may have been recorded doesn't play before our episodes because Anchor doesn't sponsor us anymore. Yeah, and I didn't even get to listen to it. Neither did the audience, so just know, after like well over a year of talking about it, I finally recorded a new ad for Anchor. And then they stopped our sponsorship. So they must hate Megan on this podcast. Well, they just don't recognize her legitimacy as the head judge is probably what it is. Neither do I. But we do recognize her legitimacy as a mother. Yes. Ugh, I can't get enough. It is just, like, to take a second and just be sentimental. It is one of life's greatest treasures to get to watch your best friend become a parent. Like, getting to hold her baby, getting to see her and her husband interact with the baby. Like, it is just, my heart is so full this week. I love that journey for you. Thanks. And if Megan is listening... Megan, I love that journey for you, but let's be honest, she doesn't listen to this podcast. Except she does. She honestly really does. She really oh. likes our podcast. Uh, well, in that case, Megan, it's Megan. so nice to hear from you. <laughs> to hear from you. We're not hearing from her. It's nice to hear about you. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's You're not recording it. in Megan's podcasting room, though, are you? I think technically. I... Yeah, I feel like she normally does it from the office. Oh, well, you I just have a different angle than we usually get. Is it more like... That's it. That, yes. That, yep, yep, that's yep. it. Yep. Usually a little bit more of the floor so we can see Thor when he walks yeah. in. Yeah. Well, she's short, too, so... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure I've ever met Megan in person. You probably haven't, but I can, um, she's like five foot, five, five or five one. Well, that brings us really nicely to Chris's corrections corner. Oh, okay. So my cursory internet search when the Mm -hmm. question, how tall is Louis Vito? Yeah. Found me the answer that he was under five feet. Yeah. More than one person this week told me. Chris, he's 5'5", five five. and a longer, <laughs> a longer internet search than what I did when we first tried to find that question confirmed that fact. <laughs> so I don't know why the one source I looked at said he was 4'11", because it did. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't have just made that up. I no. know. I watched you search. Uh, but I do know for a fact, because I have checked these things, uh... Wikipedia now says his height is 5'5", but I do know for a fact it did not when I first looked. Do you think we 
influenced an update in his Wikipedia page? Uh, actually, nope. His height is listed as 4'9 on Wikipedia right now. Oh, okay. Well, then it wasn't us. But he is definitely 5'5". Five five. <laughs> Louis, we're so sorry. If you want to come on the pod and set the record straight on how you're a 5'5 five five king, you just let us know and we'll get you on here. Do you like short kings? No. <laughs> what's your what's your ideal height in a man? Six five. I wish I was kidding. I'm really not. I mean, that's a great height. There's a guy uh, who sometimes we see out at the bars that we refer to as the giant because mm-hmm. he's just really tall, and I think everybody wants to climb him like a tree. I mean, I get it. I get it. I have no idea what this man looks like, but I get it. It also, have you ever played the game, is he hot or just tall? I don't think I have, actually. Do you want to know the rules of playing this game? You have to determine if they're hot or just tall. You look at a guy and you ask, is he hot or is he just tall? Okay. The answers may sometimes surprise you. It's probably just them being tall more often than not. Anyway. (laughs) I might cut that story. Maybe we edit that out. (laughs) You know me. I don't. Yeah, I'm aware. In a change from our regular format, mostly because Katie wanted to spend time with the baby and because we didn't want to talk about 27 dances... Mm-hmm. We have decided to split weeks two and three of season nine into separate episodes. We'll see if that keeps it any shorter than usual. I mean, we hope. I have a baby to get to, Chris. We've we spent a lot of time on preamble, and that does not work for the amount of time we were allotting for this episode. Well, then let's get to it. Let's step to it. Let's step to it with model Joanna Krupa and St. Derek Huff dancing a jive. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't my favorite. I think that perhaps this routine was a bit too tough for her. I thought that there were times where she was just kind of standing there waiting for Derek to, like, like get done doing his little part, and it didn't really look like dancing. It just, it felt inconsistent. And after she had really wowed us in week one, I... It did feel like a decline in some senses, and I think that might have just been ambition on Derek's part. Um, at times, I thought her footwork was not sharp enough and just wasn't clean and concise for me. So hmm. it was a hard routine, which makes it like a quote-unquote better dance than some of the others, but a swing and a miss for me. If you can't execute, it doesn't matter if it's more difficult. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I agreed that there were a lot of times where she was just standing waiting for things to do. I thought she had a lot to do, but I do agree it wasn't necessarily executed super well. It was all danced so small. Mm-hmm. There were so many moves that just didn't extend enough or she she was so internal. I did wonder if perhaps we were seeing a bit more nerves than we had the week previously with her leading off the show. So I don't know if maybe that contributed, but yeah. And it is a jive. So there's a lot to 
do in it Mm -hmm. if it goes well uh the judges all kind of agreed it was too frantic and Mm -hmm. once they said that it helped click some things into place for me Mm -hmm. so it was both too small and too frantic which is weird but it but it but it it was like hearing you say that i'm like yeah that's exactly that's a perfect way to describe that dance also i've just i did you pay attention at all to her package uh no i mean it was just like them laughing the entire time and she's like oh we're such great partners we get along so well we're just like the best of friends blah 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 and i just like i got no personality from her yeah yeah nothing also i think it's important to note we do have three judges but chris is our head judge len goodman there no uncle len is unavailable this week and so he is replaced by He's never been nominated for an Oscar, I don't think. Either way, acclaimed film director Baz Luhrmann is Mm -hmm. there. Director of Strictly Ballroom and Moulin Rouge is there to judge. And I thought thought he was a really good guest judge in this episode. He seemed to know what he was talking about. Mm -hmm. He was consistent. Mm -hmm. He was really seven happy. Yes. Yes. Like, he he basically gave most people the same scores, but his comments felt worthwhile. I would agree. They felt like they varied. It didn't feel like he was just giving the same comment just to give the same comment. Um, I don't think I noticed the seven thing until you just pointed it out, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he was very seven heavy. Mm -hmm. But so were all of the judges, but he he definitely gave a lot of the same score in a row. Mm Mm-hmm. And his seven, he wasn't really ever jaunty. No. I described it as a sultry seven. Oh. Because it felt kind of hear. seven. Oh, sultry. I would love a sultry seven. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we saw some sevens handed out in this dance. It scored a 20 out of 30, six, seven, seven. And next up, it's the water girl and the ice man it's natalie coglin and alec mazo dancing a quick step does does she look a little bit like denise richards is that who she looks a little bit like oh you're not wrong yeah very similar like nose structure to like Mm -hmm. cheek like ratio i don't know how to describe like right in here is very similar So maybe we will hear from Denise Richards again. Okay, I know that this is not what you're going for, but Lisa Rinna is officially out on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and it just feels like we finally did it. And it seems like everyone is playing up a possible Lisa Vanderpump return. And if that happens, so help me God, I will be the happiest woman who's ever walked this planet. Has Lisa Rinna ruined all of her goodwill with her last couple of years on Real Housewives. Yeah. Yeah. Especially this last season. It was just horrible. Like there was just like there was nothing worthwhile that she contributed. She would not let things go. She was just screaming at someone like all the time. It was just it was honestly uncharacteristic of her. And I feel like it just kind of put the nail in the coffin where it's like, you need to be done. Do you think there is any way she can ever rehabilitate her image? 
Um, not on the trajectory she's currently on, but I think if she just like genuinely took a step back, maybe. I mean, it's I she can spin anything. Like she she is a talent. Like there's no denying that. And so yes, can she for sure is what she's currently doing working for her? Absolutely not. Do you believe that it was a mutual decision or was she fired? She was fired. Okay. Well, speaking of Natalie, <laughs> I I thought this was a good dance. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she still has a face problem. Yes. Still has a face problem. But the dance was good. Her footwork was really solid and her yes. legs looked really good in this dance. I struggled with a lot of the quick steps um, this evening because they were just a little slower paced they were like I, I don't even know how to say this the correct way like they were almost traditional and like boring in a sense but also beautiful and like they just they weren't super well quick steps on the show have kind of been like I'm thinking of you know Helio and Julianne hey mm-hmm. Pachuco and how like guns blazing lights out just like punching to the rafters they've been and a lot of these ones were very understated in that sense mm-hmm. but I loved the choreography of this dance I thought it was just so classic quick step I thought it was beautiful I loved the opening move of them in hold almost doing like a carousel of rise and fall mm-hmm. in frame and I really enjoyed the choreography aspect of this. I would agree with you where I think she executed it well. I think the footwork was good, but it was kind of boring. Yeah. I I wasn't bored in the same way you were. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was really solid. I liked watching okay. it. Okay. I think she shows a lot of potential based on this dance. Yeah. She when just needs to learn how to perform. When she smiles, it completely transforms mm-hmm. her face. It transforms the energy that she's, like, doing the dance with. So I completely agree. But see, it's funny because she seems like she's so in control of her body that her face isn't showing anything, but her movements are doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. So she just needs to figure out how to perform with her face. Yeah. This dance gets all sevens. For a score of 21 out of 30. Mm-hmm. Our first tango of the night comes Ooh. from the Trey Boone and Chuck Liddell. Speaking of boring dances, <laughs> this one bored me. Yeah. Yeah, it just wasn't, like, my cup of tea. They put some, like, fighting moves in there for some of their tricks and stuff. I mean, he needed to get his butt under him. He was too focused on looking intense. He wasn't connecting with Anna. His posture didn't look right. Mm -hmm. But, like, he knew the routine. So, like, you know, he did okay. But it left a lot to be desired. He knew the routine, but... It was so stiff. It was like start and stop. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean anything if he can't necessarily move it well. Yeah. It was It was too bad that Anna knew they couldn't do a lift because in the package, one of their like fighting moves was him throwing her over his shoulder. And I that know. looked cool. It would have been a yeah. great lift. Yeah. 
but they couldn't do one. So right. as is, it was bored. Len would have hated it. There was way too much messing about. Absolutely. And it was too much messing about for me. Mm-hmm. Six, seven, six, nineteen. <laughs> I, got, I got nothing else to add, brother. Yeah. Katie and I were talking before this episode, like, there are a couple dances we are going to say a lot of words about. Yeah. And then there are ones like Chuck's. Yeah. Yep. Do you have a lot to say about Melissa Joan Hart and Mark's jive? Honestly, I mean, it, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I thought it was very trick heavy, but she was really performing. I really liked their rehearsal package. So it kind of like turned the the page for me where I was a little bit more warm on her. Why did you like her rehearsal package? Because there's a right answer. Oh, well, now I'm terrified. I I just did. She was just, like, into it. Technically, there are two things that made this a great rehearsal package and why you really should have warmed up to her. Hit me with it. She wore leg warmers. Oh, I, I don't even know if I'd notice that. <laughs> I screamed. Uh-huh. Do you think they were supplied by Edita, or do you think she had them? They didn't look Edita style. Okay, okay. So she just had them. But I was so excited. Yeah. Her feet placement weren't always perfect. Her legs could have had more energy in them. And, like, when it she was in sync with Mark, it was quite noticeable that her legs weren't as good. But, like, it, it felt like a step in the right direction. You and I are on different pages on this one. Okay, hit me with it. I didn't really like this. It, she was so small. It, like, she was barely kicking and flicking. Like, it was. So, it felt so low energy to me. I didn't like this Interesting. jive. It didn't but work for me. Did and you feel like she was performing? I thought her face was. Okay. Um, this dance was also the first time it really hit me how short the dances were. All the mm-hmm. routines were about 75 seconds long. Mm-hmm. And this one, especially, it started and then it was over. And I was like, I, I what, why? Yeah. <laughs> so this one was not for me. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Carrie Ann gives it a seven, and Baz gives his first six of the night, along with mm-hmm. Bruno. So she scores 19 out of 30. Mm-hmm. If you really wanted slow, quick steps, I have good news for you. We have a snoozer. Michael Urban and Anna Demitova. Demitova? I, yeah, it's Demitova. I, I thought about it, yeah. and then I committed, and I... Committed incorrectly, but it's okay, because Tom did pronounce her name two different ways tonight. Absolutely. Uh, So, this, I can't believe the judges proclaimed this a step in the right direction for him. (laughs) I mean, I I would call it an improvement. But, uh, yeah, it's an improvement by doing very little. Yeah, yeah. He executed the little he was given. (laughs) His frame looked so weird to me. Like, the hand that is connected to mm-hmm. Anna's was way, like, overextended. Bad. Like, it just didn't look right. And then I think one of the judges was like, oh, yeah, your frame looked, a, you had a strong frame. And I was like, what? 
Him. His his feet were better than last week. Yes. Yes. But I just, where were the moves in a quick step? Non-existent. The quick steps were boring. They were boring and slow. No, there were a couple good ones. I, I haven't, we'll talk about the one that is kind of, to me, the we'll most boring it. and the most egregious. It's not this one, but this one, I'm not, I don't want to dislike him the way that I'm disliking him. Mm-hmm. But once again, I've taken the football player and said no. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I feel feeling different towards him. I mean, I didn't. I didn't dislike him as much as I like disliked him last week. Yeah. So maybe it is a step in the right direction. Yeah, it feels like it was. Feels like it was a, a step in the right direction. Is it like, oh, now you're on the right trajectory? Absolutely not. But was it an improvement? Sure. Was it a was it a quick step in the right direction? Sure. We'd call it more of a slow step. Uh, seven seven six twenty. Felt generous. Felt very generous. Yeah. The first of our bottom two contestants of the night. Mm-hmm. Debbie and Max fulfill Katie's greatest fears about Max. Yep. Did you feel vindicated? Absolutely. Like, immediately. Just, like, immediately vindicated. I didn't have to wait long for this to happen. The first note I have written, just so you feel good about yourself, says, And now, Max. Katie was right. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I told you. Yeah, they have a very rough rehearsal package. She's crying. Like, she's at least attempting to kind of, like, make up with him. And he just acts like he has no idea what the problem is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This era of Max, I guess, is, is really in swing. It's hard to watch. And just think, this is, like, maybe a year before he becomes the Ukrainian bachelor. (laughs) Just think (laughs) this Max. This Max is the one on The Bachelor. Oh, boy. Do we dare try to see if we can find that and watch it for the show? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I would do it. My Bachelor days are far behind me. I've never really watched... I've really only seen it in... Because my sisters watched it, so I, I see it by proxy, and then I watched it long ago when it was first a thing. Yeah, is Abby still watching? I believe so. I know she watches Bachelor in Paradise still. Okay. But I think she's really become a Love Island girl. Oh, I've wanted to venture into Love Island, so if you I'm going to have to hit her up. I, and... I was going to say, Abby, I want to say she thinks... Does she think Australian Love Island is the best version? She can tell you opinions. So if you really need to hear things, we can tweet out if people want to hear Abby's Love Island recommendations because her Twitter account is private. We can tweet out her recommendations if she wants to. She'll want to. We'll see. Um, What, like she's busy being a lawyer? (laughs) Let's get busy talking about the tango. Katie, how was this? Honestly, it was not, it was, uh, okay, I got 
I watched it, and obviously I take notes while I'm watching, and it got done, and I was like, I needed way more in hold. It felt like they weren't in hold much, and then I immediately rewatched it and crossed out that note, because they do spend a good amount in hold. There's a lot of messing about at the beginning, which was not my cup of tea. Despite them clearly hating each other, I thought they had great chemistry while they were out there, <laughs> which worked because I was a love-hate tango. It was very sensual. They absolutely told a story. It felt like a very quick dance. But she was good. I just don't know if she knows how to control her motion well. Yeah, I wrote that she needed to, like, engage her core more because, it. yeah, that's how you maybe, said it. Like- maybe that's it because I legitimately couldn't figure out what was off about it. But I was like, mm-hmm. I know this doesn't look right, but it might be a weak core. Mm-hmm. Ugh. You're smart. Thanks. Thanks, I know. Was this dance overscored? Yeah, at 21 it was. Yeah, it was. And now, for the man who's under five feet, it is Louis and Chelsea. That 4'11", God. (laughs) 4'9", even. Katie, I very deliberately, I have good news for you. Mm -hmm. I spelled Chelsea's name correct. Good job. How do you spell it? C-H-E-L-S-I-E. Chelsea. Good job, Christopher. There are only two E's in her name, not three. Um, I got a kick out of the snowboard in the back of every talking head that he had, just propped up against the wall, just to be like, in case you didn't know, he is a snowboarder. Wait, he's a snowboarder? Look at the look at the snowboard in the background, Chris. He's a oh. snowboarder. Oh, thank you. I would have forgotten. You missed it. Um, I was like pleasantly surprised by this drive. Um, I okay. No. Katie, why are we disagreeing on literally every dance? <laughs> really? I thought that his energy and precision in his feet was surprising. <laughs> I thought that they ended way ahead of the music, and it was fun and it was cute, but it was lacking in drive content. He lost timing, but he was performing. Oh, this was not the dance that ended most ahead of the music. Uh. Which one? Which one is the most ahead? Uh, a certain Kelly Osborne. Don't even. Don't. Don't you even. talk about the Kelly? Don't you talk about the Osborne family in front of me like that? Her dance is better than they give it credit for being. Ooh, okay. Um. Yeah, for me, I didn't like this because it was so non-traditional and didn't feel like a jive. I can see that. It didn't feel like there was enough jive content, and he was not giving the character of the jive at all. He was just moving in his style. And I did not like that. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I, I can maybe spot you it was energetic, but I did not like this as a jive. And it wasn't honestly, my favorite choreography. Honestly, I would feel generous giving it a five. Okay, okay. I don't know what I would score it, but okay. What was her outfit? <laughs> and how did it how did it relate to his jacket? I have absolutely no idea. She was in this like red skirt, like a bright red skirt. 
And then a like dark green plaid glittered blazer with that was open. That was very like open front with this like lime green bedazzled like bra, basically. It was a look. It was the most bizarre look I've ever seen. I, you know, I wanted something a little bit more out of that outfit, namely taste. <laughs> namely, uh, style, but, you know. <laughs> but it was fine. Six, seven, six, they got a 19. So generous, according to Chris. So we loved a lot about that one. Yeah. Now let's go to the most underscored dance of the night. It's Aaron Carter and his partner Karina Smirnov doing a quick step. This is very much like, I think Aaron's legacy on the show is this quick step. Oh, is it? Okay, good to know. Well, I feel like this quick step appeared, like, has was referenced later, appears sometimes if people are, like, compiling great quick steps. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's one that you think of. Yeah. It's so good. It's, it's a, so It's quite good. a look, the way they try to be like, oh, Karina's gonna, like, try to give you essence of Miss Piggy, but by, like, being fluffy? Yeah, I have no idea, but I, yeah. I don't know. But it is, it is a quick step to the Muppet Show theme. Uh, I love the way he bends his knees when mm-hmm. they're doing, like, some of those... And, like hopping moves mm-hmm. there's so much quick step content in it he executes it so well this is a great dance this, this is, is a the, great dance this is the quick step i had been waiting to see through all of these quick steps because it was packing a punch it was lights out everything about it was so good and it was a hard routine but mm-hmm. he did it so well mm-hmm. footwork wonderful frame so good he was so good just a fast lights out Good quick step. I, I'm i not going to say if it's the best dance of the night yet because I want there to be suspense for my end of podcast thing, but it is easily one of the two best dances of the night and and the best two dances of the night are not close to any other dance. No, I would agree. So Katie, this one is over this one is underscored. It's not overscored. This one is not overscored. It's underscored. And it's all nines. Yeah. I genuinely was like, how is that not a 30? Mm, I don't know if it's a 30, I mean, no, but it should have seen a 10. It's not a 30, but like especially considering how good it was, and it's week two. Yeah. Yeah. From an underscored dance to an overscored dance. Let's talk about the Osborne in the room. Kelly Osborne and Louis Van Intensite dance a tango. And Louis definitely took what everyone said last week and said, wow, she can do this. I'm going to give her a lot of content. I'm going to give her a difficult routine. And she does not keep up with it. She does not achieve it. Um, She's off balance for so much of the dance. She admits she misses some steps, but I don't think it's just like misses a couple things. 
there's a lot that just goes wrong. It ends well before the music that they're just like standing there posing. And as soon as the music ends, she pops up and just like shakes her head at him and apologizes. It's, it's really sad that this happens to her in week two. But wow, what a disappointment. So now tell me why it's not that bad. Because you're it's, wrong. But tell me why it's not, not that bad. It's not that bad. Does she missteps? Sure. Does she does she mess things up? Sure. But some of the stuff that she was doing, it was sharp, it was precise, and it looked decent. It looked decent. It was not a horrible routine. It was riddled with mistakes, but I thought that she was covering them well enough that like I wasn't necessarily noticing them until the judges were like, oh, when you smiled, it was because you missed this thing. Whereas I'm watching her with so much love in my eyes that I'm just like, oh, she's having such a good time out there. She can't help but smile. So like, I, I didn't see it. I did not see it. I was disappointed because I wanted this to be great and it wasn't and i think a 67619 is generous i think this i okay i can understand how like maybe it fell apart whatever i'll give you that but like wouldn't you agree that the technique that she was showing out there despite it falling apart was still pretty dang good I thought it was too surrounded by mistakes to be like, okay, sure, the tech, the fundamentals are there, but the routine isn't going. So it's like, a, I hope that you make it to next week and can take the technique that you're showing and put it in a dance that works. You are just far too harsh on Miss Osborne. I don't think it was that bad. Agree to disagree about how wrong you are. Mm -hmm. Honestly, we handled this as diplomatically as we ever have a disagreement i don't think we'll disagree on the next one i hope uh it's time for our first injured person of the night to perform uh it is mark dacascos and his partner lacy schwimmer lacy mm -hmm. was injured the day of the show in rehearsal uh they do not talk about it at all no uh, at all but uh we do know and because not that i'm saying this might come back later uh mm -hmm. but uh, she did suffer an injury mm -hmm. and she dances she does it she's a queen yeah she is she really is uh i didn't think much of the rehearsal footage um nothing really like popped out at me there oh i found him so endearing i like his i like how expressive his face is during the package. Rehearsal? Okay. Yeah. I love that for you. I thought something was weird at the beginning. Like, his frame mm -hmm. wasn't rigid enough, almost. <sighs> I, I couldn't quite tell. There was something at the beginning I didn't love. I liked the choreography and how it got theatrical at the end. But it wasn't, like, incredible. Mm -hmm. It had some mistakes. Yeah. I thought he had generally good frame. I just didn't think he was quite elegant enough. Okay. Okay. It it just seemed he slipped pretty early on in the dance and that mm -hmm. just seemed to throw everything else off. Not in the way that say like it did in Kelly's where he didn't forget moves. Things didn't it just seemed that 
the the technique never got back. Mm-hmm. If it ever would have been there, but it just seemed like things were thrown off. Yeah. All sevens, 21. <laughs> yep. It was a dance. We watched it. I mean, that's what this week was. It was a week. Yeah, it was a week. Honestly, there are two dances that stand out, heads and shoulders above the rest, and then everyone else It's like, well, we were there. We did yep. it. Well, we both say that, and yet. So let's talk about one of those two, the other of the two best dances of the week. Yeah. It is Maya and Dimitri Chaplin. Mm-hmm. She's so pretty. She's yeah, she so is. good looking. Yeah. Why did they saddle her with that wig color? I have no idea. Absolutely no idea. I wouldn't have hated the wig style, but the color was absolutely wrong for her. Yes, I completely agree. Like an auburn. Like just a, yeah, mm-hmm. not good. No. A little too much messing about at the A beginning. little? But it almost worked because then the contrast of like bam the dance is starting really ignited it but like too much messing about at the beginning so much messing about i was so mad that said once it starts oh my goodness god her legs are absolutely incredible. There's so much drive content in there. She looked incredible. It was a whole routine, like great energy. She looked like she was matching his energy. Mm-hmm. It's just so good. Her she legs got that are fringe so moving good. so well. Yes. Like it was, it was fabulous. Mm-hmm. I can't give it a ten because of the messing about, but. So once again, Dimitri is holding Maya back. But oh my goodness. Stop it, Dimitri. What a dance. It was so good. Honestly, is it kind of a shame that we don't see more of Dimitri? No, because he's let her down twice, I guess. We, but we have a lot more, we potentially, if she makes it far, we might have a little (laughs) bit more time to spend. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. It's it's great. It gets nines across the board for twenty seven. It's it's it is both underscored and yet correct. Yeah, I like Aaron's. I was like, this is so underscored. Whereas hers, I was like, it, it's fine. I'll accept it. it. And it's it's literally only because of the, of the messing about for me. Yeah, because what she executes, I think, is above Aaron's. Okay, I guess we know where that Chauncey's event's going at the end of the episode. So from a 27 to an 18. Yeah, let's blaze through this one. <laughs> let's blaze through this one. Yeah. Um, Tom DeLay and Cheryl dance a tango. Mm-hmm. He did it. He went out there and did it. He and let's talk like- about the most important thing. Cheryl... Mother Fork and Burke is good at this show because yeah. she can disguise a partner. She can give them content that's appropriate for them and make it seem like they're growing when they're not. And so to that, this dance, I say, Cheryl, well done. <laughs> yeah. To Tom, I say, don't you ever drop Cheryl again. To Tom, I say, hmm. Wonder how that foot that we keep talking about that's injured in practice is going to turn out for you. Yeah. 
Hopefully it doesn't mean that next week is the last week we'll ever see of Tom DeLay. Hopefully not. He looked stiff. He did it. it we're not fine. talking about him. <laughs> oh, we're not? I mean, what is there to say? Exactly what I just said. He was stiff. It was fine. He did it. That's way more than I care to give. So. All right. 18 straight sixes. Overscored. Yep. Donnie and Kim end the night with a mm-hmm. jive. And Kim legs for days Johnson missed her calling as a 1960s Bond girl. Yeah, she did miss her calling. She's so pretty. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for my hot take? Yeah, let's hear it. Maya should have won. But we don't I'm, know who I'm, the winner I'm is. I'm saying this right now. Maya should have won. This season is going to be hard for me to watch because, you know what? Donnie is entertaining. But it's 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 personality over, like, solid traditional technique. Okay, so it's Emmett versus Mario. The problem is, Donnie's best comparison is Joey Fat One. Well, yeah, I'm just saying. But, yeah, like... Yeah. There's an argument where I do feel that Joey maybe, maybe for his entire body of work, body of work, uh, <laughs> maybe should have won it for him over Apollo Antonono. Yeah. Well, but yeah, like, I would agree with that one completely. But, like, how does she lose? I know. I've obviously like I'm not familiar with the season at all, so it's like I'm very curious to see how it continues to play out. Because like I would even argue that like Kelly could have won over him. Team Maya, I you're right. I am once again Maya is my Mario Lopez. Yeah, this is Emmett versus Mario all over again. But I, thankfully, but I'm thankfully, not really on team donnie okay that's good but but what i know yeah you're on team kelly so correct the problem is only one of us what if what if we did this at the end of the season only one of us gets to be a robbed goddess (laughs) and it's me here's a hint it's not gonna be you (laughs) it'd be me it would be me it's not gonna be your girl kelly osborne I don't know enough about this season. I don't know. I have to watch it play out. I'm I'm saying that without remembering how the season plays out. I'm saying the fact that Maya doesn't win might be, might be the greatest crime this show has committed on me to date. Well, buckle up, because we're only in week two. Do yeah. you want to talk about the drive? I think I've said everything I need to in that monologue. All right, well, you said nothing about the actual jive, so I'll go ahead and I'll talk about it. Um, You could definitely tell he was trying to keep his face under control. It definitely bordered on out of control. It was skippy. But, like, he was fun. He was light on his feet. He had a good time out there. He had good energy in his legs. So it you can tell he's trying. You can tell he's taking criticism and he's working on it. It's just an emphasis on the fun and personality more than, like, 
but that is but it's fine it's fine it's yeah. fine Eight nine eight twenty five. I wish Baz hadn't given it a nine, but he clearly got wrapped up in the spectacle and fun. Yeah. The final contestant we talk about tonight is our dearly departed model, Kathy Ireland. The businesswoman is off to make deals elsewhere, not in the ballroom. Mm-hmm. <sighs> So we've said a lot about quick steps being boring. Let's talk about yet another boring quick. Let's talk about the like deranged like costuming. I mean, I get it. No, no. I get it. But like so bad. It just looked so ridiculous out there. The, The problem is. This would be, like, a nice foxtrot. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. It would be. Because, like, I get when, in The King and I, when they can no longer talk about their feelings, they sing it. And when mm-hmm. they no longer can sing about it they to dance. each other, they dance. And that is the moment where you're like, wow, Anna and The King have this passion that they can't talk about that they just have to dance. And it is a thrilling moment. Them like gliding across the throne, like the palace is just wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's great in context. In as this a standalone setting, dance. <laughs> as a standalone dance in Dancing with the Stars. Performed Tony, by Kathy Ireland and yeah, Tony Double. Tony does a good job choreographing moves to the music, but it yes. never takes off. And yes. it never becomes the gangbusters in a way that it should and Mm -hmm. it really highlights the problem that they dinged kathy on the week before that she doesn't have energy yes it looked like she was walking it it it's so slow whatever i mean that's literally my notes i know it just it frustrates me so much because i love shall we dance i Mm -hmm. love it as a moment i could watch the tony's performance of kelly o'hara doing it and the way they just glide across the floor and it's so exciting and this was not yeah so all sixes 18 out of 30 and that is the end of Kathy Ireland's tenure on this show. I think we've said enough. Yep, I agree. <laughs> um, yeah. Were were Kathy and Debbie the true bottom two? No. No. No, absolutely not. Who was the true bottom two? Tom and... I'll give it to Kathy, sure. I I would agree. I would say Kathy and Tom. Tom. I would rather see Tom go, but Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, now, I know we did this last week, but our answers might change now that we've gotten rid of Kathy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Next week is our second double elimination of the season. Mhm. I don't know if it was supposed to be, but it's going to be. Um, yeah. Who would you like to see go? I mean, absolutely, Tom. 
it's like I could give it to Michael, but honestly, I kind of almost feel like maybe Chuck over Michael right now. But I love Anna Trapunskaya, but I'll, I'll just stick with last week and I'll go Michael and Tom. You're you're facing the same struggle as I am because I know I've been ragging on Michael more, but I I think I'm going Chuck and Tom. That's fair. That's do, really fair. Do you want to know my horrible thought that popped into my brain though? Tell me. Based on these dances and ones that I was like most disappointed by, Melissa popped into my brain. Which is unfair because like Chuck and Michael are worse than her. Yeah. But like but that was one of the that was one of the first names that popped into my brain and I was like, "Wow, am I going to say were... Melissa?" And then I was like, "No, Chuck and Michael are here." You were let down by her. I get it. It's been an emotional time for you. You were rooting for her. We were all rooting for her. When I said let down by, did you think I was about to say Kelly Osbourne? Um, yeah, and I was like, I swear to God if he I, says it. I realized after I started talking that out, I was like, she's going to think I'm talking about Absolutely, Kelly. And that's not where I'm, And that's not what I meant at all. I wasn't even I trying was, to fake you out. I was keeping it. Yeah. All right. It's time for the suspense to be over. Who is your sultry seven going to on this week? For this week, I'm going to give a seven to Aaron Carter. And my sultry seven. Are you ready to be surprised? I'm ready to be shocked. Who's my seven going to, Katie? Let's say it at the same time. Three, two, one. Aaron Carter. Maya. I'm giving it to Aaron. You are. <laughs> because of the messing about. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Aaron's was so It was so good. good. Was like so Maya's good. Maya's was better when she was dancing. But Aaron's was so good. Aaron's was good start to finish. Yeah. 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 Dancing with the Stars week two. We did it. We did it. We did it. It wasn't a marathon of a night. But it's a good thing we didn't do a second episode because we were talking like, this episode could go 45 minutes, right? Yeah. No. Where are we at? We at? We're at like 55. Whoopsie. Poopsie. All right. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Well, so let's if, call the action. <laughs> if you liked what you heard and you were just dying to know what BFF of the show, Abby Dockham's Love Island recommendations are, you can tweet us at JMP Pod. You can find us on Facebook at Just Meaningful Plastic. Or you could find us on Instagram at JMP.pod. <laughs> Good job, Megan. Uh- <laughs> And give us a review, give us five stars, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any podcatcher, share it, subscribe it. Mm-hmm. Now Never that we miss aren't, an episode. Now that we aren't sponsored, we really need to build an audience so sponsors will want to give us that sweet, sweet podcast money again. Yep. Katie, I love you and I like you. Chris, I hear you and I see you. And please stay tuned for an all new episode of Castle coming up next. Now go see that baby! I know! I want to go see her so bad I want to hold her! (gasps) Goodbye! Bye!